Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We're praying in agreement together for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas their past, present, and future spouses, all the children they have now in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. Father, by faith, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, please reveal yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding that by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And Lord, they would humble themselves before you. They would repent of their sins, receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And please, Father, get every person to a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're crying out forever, demon-possessed, demonizing, captive person to be set free, and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease. And your people, Father, to receive and to walk in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we agree for it right now, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And also, Father, we love the Jewish people. We have such great of a debt of gratitude to them. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We agree, Father, that they have title deed to all the land of Canaan. Restore it to them. And we just pray that all the blinders and scales would fall off of their hearts and minds, and they would see and have the revelation that Jesus Christ is their Messiah. He is their Savior and Lord, and they would be born again. But also, Father God, we're crying out to you for our country, Father God. Great evil has come upon America, and Lord, we're crying out to you against it. First of all, Father, we pray that you would destroy uh, the agenda of Joe Biden and the Fed now to bring forth the digital currency. Father, it's all about shutting us down financially. Uh, shutting our voice down, bringing forth that mark of the beast. Father, stop this great evil. Don't let them do it. Send their plans into confusion and derision. May they fight among themselves and raise up millions of people to cry out against it, Father. And let this not happen, Father, until after the rapture of the church. Father, we agree together there are not going to be any more viruses or pestilences such as COVID-19 created. We pray that you would destroy all those labs. Father, burn them down, send tornadoes, send fires, do whatever you have to do to shut those down. Don't let them do this again, Father, to America or to the world. And Father, please secure our borders. 
Father God, there are terrorists, foreign soldiers, pedophiles, drug dealers, sex traffickers, Father God, criminals coming across our borders to do evil and to destroy America. And Father, it's intentional. Father, help us, Lord. Whether it be through law enforcement or your angelic host, drive out of this country every person who is here illegally and allow those only to come in who come according to your will and purpose and according to our laws and constitution. Also, Father, please protect our power grid. We're agreeing there'll be no EMPs in America released. Also, Father, protect our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal. Father God, don't let them t uh, burn down any more food production plants. Uh, Father God, uh, destroy those chemtrails they're trying to put in the air. Father, don't let those airplanes fly, Father God. Don't let them put pollution in our food or water or drink and any of that mRNA material, Lord. Stop this great evil, Father. Protect us, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for fossil fuels. They're fuels. They're a blessing of God. We decree the Keystone Pipeline will be reinstituted. More uh, oil wells will be dug, Father God, and we will use all the fossil fuels you've given us to be a blessing to us, Father God. And Father, we pray that you expose the lie of climate change, and Father, send that agenda to the pit of hell in Jesus' name. Also, Father God, there's no justice in America anymore, Father God. We have an illegitimate administration. But, Father God, just like with Haman and Mordecai in the book of Esther, Father, your servant Donald Trump and his family, conservative Christians, Father, we belong to you. Father, we're the Mordecais. Father, during this time of great evil, protect us. Provide for us, Father. Promote us. And, Father, all the Hamans, and you know who they are, as they continue to try to persecute and do evil against us, hang them, Father, in the very gallows that they have prepared for us. And we thank you for that right now. And we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. And, Lord Jesus, we know you're coming soon. And we thank you for these things. Amen. Yes, we're going to be doing the second part of a message we did three weeks ago. We interrupted for another message, which I felt we had to get through. But just remember, Jesus Christ is coming soon. Remember, I'm trying to tell you, well, I believe that vision that God gave Tom Horn about that asteroid hitting off the coast of California and Mexico. And again, the Lord told him the name of it was Apophis. NASA has named this asteroid Apophis. When he looked up and did research, they originally said, of course, they're backing off from it now, that April 13th, 2029, there would be a hit or near miss. Well, God let Tom Horn know it's going to hit. God also showed him it's in the Revelation chapter 8, one of the trumpet judgments. So even though we don't have an exact date for the rapture of the church, we do know that on April 13th, 2029, in Revelation 8, that trumpet judgment will be released. It's an asteroid called Apophis, and it will bring great destruction, not only to the world, but especially to America. So you get, need to get ready. Jesus is coming soon. And remember, if this is the middle of the tribulation, which many people think the trumpet judgment is, you go back three and a half years, and that would be October 13th, 2025. And that's just a little over two years from now. And remember, the rapture happens before the tribulation. So we could be out of here very, very quick. Another sign, and again, the big sign is always Israel. 
They're ready to build their temple. They have their high priest. They have all the garments. They have the red heifers so they can have the red heifer ashes to cleanse the temple. So I'm just telling you, they're all ready to go. In fact, they are building some kind of uh, um transportation system from the airport to where the temple will be built so this is very exciting jesus is coming soon and needless to say we are living in perilous times and i don't need to explain that to you do i okay all right well let's get back to our message we preached three weeks ago i'll remind you the first two we're preaching on four predominant sins that people have and that can include christians okay the first one was fear. Just give you one scripture for that. For God, 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And remember, evil, wicked people, all those wicked, evil people in the WEF, World Economic Forum, who want America to be destroyed. Remember, we are the only hindrance to a one-world government is America. That's why the border crisis. That's why they have no intention of shutting down the borders. That's why they're bringing all these destructive things, okay? The transgender, the homosexual, lesbian agenda. It's all to destroy America, to take it down. And sad to say, they're being somewhat successful in the destruction of America. But God said, in the last times, perilous times will come. So God warned us, right? Okay. So fear, don't walk in fear. I love Isaiah 41.10. I stand on it all the time. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will help thee. Yea, I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with my righteous right hand. That's Father God talking to you and I. The second sin we looked at pretty much in detail was hatred. Now, again, we're not to hate people. But we are to hate sin. Remember uh, Romans 12, 9, abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. So we don't hate people, but we hate sin. We hate unrighteousness. And now we'll get to number three, and we just touched on it a couple, three weeks ago, sexual sins. That is probably one of the greatest sins other than the fourth one, occultic sins, which we're going to get to today, that we have to guard our hearts against. Remember, and again, I might have used that scripture before, but we're going to take off from it. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, start verse 18. Flee fornication. Okay. All uh, flee fornication, that's sexual sin, okay? Any sexual act that is not between one man and one woman in a marriage covenant is sin. Premarital sex, extramarital sex, homosexual lesbianism, transgenderism, and now bestiality. And we'll get into that later in another broadcast. That's happening in America. Okay. Flee fornication. Ever sin that a man doeth is outside the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Now, Paul's writing to Christians. And remember this, verse 19. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? God lives in you. Isn't that awesome? Who is in you? Him. God, God the Holy Spirit, whom you have of God. You got the Holy Spirit when you were born again, and you are not your own. You don't own you. You gave your life to Jesus. Don't forget that. <laughs> Verse 20, for you were bought with a price. 
That's the blood of Jesus. Therefore, glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. So God knows the temptation that would come to Christians to, have, to do sexual sin. And he says, don't do it. And of course, we always have to establish the foundation for all that we believe about sex. We go back to Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet or fit for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought into Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helpmeet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woo-man, <laughs> and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Okay. God says, I've got a man. He needs a helper. Who's his helper? A woman. Oh, yes. God did good. Woo! Let's hear it for girls. God made woman. A man and a woman come together in a marriage contract and covenant, have children, repopulate the earth. That's God's way. That's only God's way. Anything out of that is terrible and sin. Again, let's prove that. The book of Romans, chapter 1. Perverts hate Romans 1. They despise Romans 1 because it exposes their perversion. Romans, chapter 1. Start verse 19. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen and being understood by the things that are made. That's you and I. Even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Okay, God says, I put knowledge of my existence, my Godhead, in creation. There really are no such things as atheists and agnostics, liars. Okay, you got it? Verse 21, because when they knew God, oh, they glorified him not as God. That's not good. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. That's their thinking, right? And their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Idolatry. They made idols. You ever read the Old Testament? Okay. So what's God do, do about that? Here it is, verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up. Oh, let's read that again. God Almighty also gave them up. You don't want me, God says? All right. Here's what God did. God gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts 
here it is, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Okay. So when you give up on God, you turn your back on God, you don't glorify God, you do wicked things with your body. Okay, what kind of wicked things? Verse 25, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie. <laughs> That's what's going on in the White House today. Lie, lie, lie. Okay. And worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Okay, what God said I'm going to do about this? For this cause, God gave them up. Notice it doesn't mention the devil here. God gave them up. You don't want me. You don't want to obey me. You don't want to be under the man-woman uh, creation way I set things up. Remember, God set only two genders. I made them, male and female. That's it. Okay. For this cause, God gave them up to vile. That means evil, nasty, 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 nasty. Okay affections for even their women did exchange the natural use for that which is against nature see god made woman for the man oh but see when a man and woman don't want god then girls get attracted to girls and god says it's nasty it's vile it's evil okay did it just affect girls Verse 27, and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman, how God set it up, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, nasty again, nasty, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was fitting. That's what God did. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, here's the third one, God gave them all over to a reprobate mind that means a base and condemned mind to do those things which are not seemly so see god says you don't want me you're going to make gods of your own gods that you can control again it's all of the devil of course god says i'll give you over i'll give you over i'll give you up and you will start doing sexual perverted things that are unthinkable, ungodly, unrighteous. Because God's standard says man and woman together producing children, and that's it. Everything else is dirty and nasty, and only because God has given you over because you've rejected him. That's what the Bible says. Were you following along? Okay. So, Christian, guard against sexual sin. You're still tempted to sin. Did you notice that after you got saved? Don't do it. If you do do it, repent. Let's go to occultic sins. Deuteronomy 18.9, When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire. That's murdering your children. You know, it's like it's abortion, what it is, okay? But it's murder, okay? Or you this useth divination, we'll give definitions in a minute, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter of mediums, or a wizard, that's a male witch, or a necromancer, that's those who communicate with the dead. For all that do these things are an abomination to the Lord. That's the lowest rung you can get, okay? 
And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations whom thou shalt possess, hearken to observer of times and to diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God has not permitted thee so to do. So God says, don't have anything to do with the occult. It's Satan. It's the kingdom of darkness. Now let's look at a few definitions. You know, a lot of people just don't know what things are in the occult. We're going to look at that a little bit more in detail tonight, today. There's three branches of the occult. Sorcery. Sorcery uses drugs, potions, spells, and enchantments to take people over, to get them over into those demonic states, okay, to see basically demons appear and and crazy things happen. We may have a few stories here. Then there's witchcraft. That's practicing magic by incantations, uh, chanting things over and over to bring about some kind of evil result. And then there's divination. That's the fortune-telling part of the occult. It's predicting future by occult means, such as tarot cards, palm reading, tea leaves, Ouija boards, magic eight balls. No, magic eight balls are evil. You open the door to the devil. You play with one of those. You open the door, okay. Astral projection. In fact, Neil Anderson has a great list when he has people going through uh, what we call a non-Christian spiritual experience inventory. and So I'm going to go through this list because it gives you a little more detail of all the things that are evil and part of the occult. And again, he even includes false religions in it too because a false religion came to be by demons when false angels appeared to those evil people and they made demonic religions okay so let's just go through these these are all evil and wicked and we're going to give you a list out of body experiences okay that's from hell ouija boards bloody mary charlie charlie occult games such as light as a feather magic eight ball table or body lifting and in the ignorance i participated in that as a young kid spells and curses mental telepathy mind control tarot cards automatic writing astrology horoscopes if you've done any of these things you need to repent and apply the blood of jesus to those sins and renounce it and be free from it palm reading fortune telling divination blood packs sexual spirits you know such as incubus and succubus they appear at you at night and you have sex with those demons and i've talked to people yes that have experienced that seances and circles all from the pit of hell okay wicca that's witchcraft that's what wicca means you're talking to a wiccan you're talking to someone who practices witchcraft part of the kingdom of satan okay black and white magic paganism channeling reincarnation previous life healing mediums and channelers mormonism freemasonry christian science church of scientology nature worship unitarianism universalism hinduism transcendental meditation silver mind control 
Buddhism, including Zen, Islam, trances, spirit guides. And many people in the cult have spirit guides. In fact, a lot of these Hollywood people have given themselves over to Satan. They say they have spirit guides that talk to them. Well, that is true. That's not a lie, but it's, it's demons, okay? Clairvoyance, rod and pendulum dowsing, hypnosis, Satanism, witchcraft, sorcery, Baha'ism, spiritism, animism, folk religions, ancestor worship, Jehovah's Witnesses, and then there's yoga. You know, a lot of people think it's innocent to do yoga exercises. Every one of those poses is a worship of a false god. No. In fact, Derek Prince said before he got saved, he was a, actually became a yogi. And he said he got out of the natural, and he said it even scared him back then. In fact, he said that was one of the greatest hindrances from him to getting to Jesus was the yoga demon that controlled his mind. Just what you'd want to know. These are all occultic sins. No Christian has permission to do these sins. If you've done it, even ignorantly, you need to say, Lord Jesus, I didn't know that was bad. I did it. I repent. I put, plead the blood of Jesus as my forgiveness, and I cover myself with the blood of Jesus, and I renounce Satan and all his works and ways, and Lord, I will never do that again. Do you get the picture here? And, you know, even in the New Testament, a lot of people say, well, you were just talking uh, uh, about the Old Testament there. No, it's still warned about in the New Testament. Let's go real quick to the list of, of sins in Galatians chapter 5, I believe. Uh, start with verse 19. You see, God it makes it clear, clear that he hates these things. Galatians 5, 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, remember, sexual sin, okay, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, here it is, sorcery, okay, God says the occult is evil, he has not changed his mind about it, that's the kingdom of Satan, you are walking in the kingdom of Satan, you've given control of a certain areas of your life to the kingdom of Satan if you practice those things that we just listed. Idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, wrath, factions, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, that's orgies, and the like of which I have told you before as I have also told you in times past, here it is, that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. This will be a time for you to sing, yeah, I'm on the highway to hell, because you are on the highway to hell if you practice those sins. Repent, turn from it, receive Jesus, get filled with the Holy Spirit, and live a holy life for God. And if you stumble into any of these sins, take care of it immediately. Repent. God is merciful. Oh, praise God. Remember Hebrews 4.16, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of needs. In fact, we've been studying the book of Acts on Wednesday nights, and I want you to look at a couple of passages here. In Romans chapter 8, uh, Paul has to deal with Simon the sorcerer, He'd bewitched everyone in Samaria by his spells. They thought he was a great man of God. Of course, he took all the glory to himself. He was actually a servant of Satan. Notice in Acts chapter 16, 
Paul cast out this uh, spirit of divination out of this fortune-telling girl. Okay, what does he say? Verse 18, this she did many days, but Paul being grieved turned and said to the spirit. Now he's talking to the spirit, but he's talking to the woman because the demon spirit is in her. That, that fortune-telling spirit she had. I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace and to the rulers. So once that demon was cast out, she couldn't tell those fortunes anymore. And then we have in the book of Acts, um, God's doing special miracles by the hands of Paul. But then also people began to see how bad the occult was. And notice here in verse 19, many of those who used magical arts brought their books together and burned them. They had to get rid of them. You can't have books and materials and items that are part of Satan worship, witchcraft, and evil that brings curses into your house. Evil spirits have legal rights to torment you. Get rid of them. Burn them. Now, are you born again? Are you ready to go to heaven? If not, pray right now. Dear God, I see it. I know that I'm a sinner. I believe and understand that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again. Lord Jesus, I repent of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart right now and be my Savior and Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.